This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, August 31st. After a spike in complaints over short-term rental properties, local governments have stepped in to regulate the burgeoning industry. Now property owners, renters, and government officials are learning to navigate a confusing landscape of regulations and enforcement strategies that vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction across Metro Atlanta. City and county governments have taken different approaches, including outright bans of short-term rentals in Dunwoody and Peachtree Corners. Atlanta has delayed the implementation of its ordinance over a permitting process that has been described as cumbersome and onerous. Henry County is considering a law that would make it illegal to have more than one car per bedroom at any short-term rental property. Cobb County is also currently considering regulations, and it may be the largest jurisdiction in the metro area to do so thus far. In other news, Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens on Tuesday announced that $8.2 million in grant awards will be given to several local small businesses and nonprofits. Dickens said more than 420 organizations will be awarded funds from the city's Resurgence Grant Fund, which provides up to $40,000 to small businesses impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Dickens said the average amount of the awards is $14,318. The mayor said the average business size among the awardees is between four and five employees. The mayor said roughly 85% are minority-owned, 79% are African-American-owned, about 56% are women-owned, and 6% are veteran-owned. The Resurgence Grant Fund is a $10.4 million program funded by the American Rescue Plan. Up next, a quarter of a billion dollars will soon be available for neighborhood-level improvements across Georgia. Governor Brian Kemp announced the new Improving Neighborhood Outcomes in Disproportionately Impacted Communities grant program Tuesday. The money will give Hamlet-sized help to qualified neighborhoods for repairing parks, recreation facilities, sidewalks, and access to healthy food. The dollars come from federal COVID-19 relief funds because these community elements have been shown to lower levels of mortality and illness, both in regards to avoiding the spread of COVID-19 and other physical or mental ailments. The projects must sit within an area deemed by the federal government as a difficult development area, a place with high cost for land or utilities, and construction relative to the area median income, or eligible for a low-income housing tax credit. And Delta Airlines pilots plan to picket at Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport ahead of the busy Labor Day travel weekend as they push for a new labor contract. Pilots in uniform plan to assemble on the Terminal South curbside holding signs from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. The informational picketing is part of a broader round of labor demonstrations planned at airport hubs across the country by members of the Airline Pilots Association, which represents pilots at multiple carriers. The pilots are off-duty, and the demonstration is not a strike, and Delta said it will have no effect on flight schedules. For Delta pilots, it's the third round of informational picketing this year, after picketing March 10th and June 30th over staffing issues. The company and the pilots' union started contract negotiations in 2019, paused them during the pandemic, and restarted talks early this year. Spoken Layer